who do you believe that you are? That is what we're going to be talking about today on this episode, is who you believe that you are, because who you believe that you are is how you show up in this world, is how you show up in your business, in relationships, everything. Let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lori Amirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, all my listeners. I, I'm really excited to talk about this episode on identity, especially like as this year is coming to an end at the time of this recording. You know, so much has happened, which has made a lot of people, I'm sure, in my conversations, maybe even with yourself, you have found yourself, you know, doubting, you know, who am I? You know, what am I here to do? And that's what I just wanted to like really dive into in this episode, because one of the things that I work with with my clients, you know, we talk about their website, of course, because if you're a speaker, you know, meeting planners, conference organizers, even people that are like coaches who are running high-end masterminds, they're going to come to your website to check you out, whether, you know, maybe because you were a referral for them, and they're going to come and check you out and not only see like what you do, but probably try to figure out like, is this person actually a speaker? Because meeting planners, conference organizers, you know, their job is to hire speakers, their job is to find the right person to put in front of an audience, that's their job. So they're going to want to make sure that you're actually a speaker. And it comes down to one of the things that I that I ask my clients, because sometimes they're brand new at this. I don't only work with people who have been speaking. You know, a lot of times, the people who come to me is just like, they've got this calling to actually start speaking, a calling to tell their story, a calling to get their mission out there, to get their story out there, to share with more people. And I'll ask them, like, well, we'll go and check out their website. Like, do you consider yourself a speaker? And a lot of times it's like, uh, no. So we need to change that. And one of those ways is, one, let's step into that identity of being a speaker. And this really encompasses a lot of my work. Not only is it about, you know, putting speaker in your bio, because that sounds like it's easy just to type those words. But from what clients have told me, um, whether it's, you know, private clients who are working with me for six months, or even people that are just like hiring me for just a session, is that they're like, wow, just typing that out made them feel like shoulders back, they were sitting up a little bit taller, because they were like, they were claiming this identity. They were stepping into it and telling the world, I am available as a speaker. I am a speaker and this is what I talk about. So putting that in your bio with Instagram, all your social media, LinkedIn, and most importantly, on your website, having a speaker page so that whoever's going to hire you knows that, wow, you actually speak on this. I mean, it actually does increase your authority level. It puts you in that expertise, you know, 
I don't want to say status, um, but I can't think of the right word right now, which is always funny when I'm actually speechless. But it lets people know like you're an expert and you share your expertise. Because when you think about how many people actually want to speak, but they don't speak. So guess what? They admire people who are speakers. So let's really talk a little bit more about this identity, stepping into your identity. And you might be thinking, yeah, Lori, I'm just not a speaker. Nope, that's just not me. And that's okay. Work with me here because there are identities that you have in your life right now and you show up for them. And a lot of these are just happening subconsciously. So do you have children? Then you're a mom. You've got that mom identity. Whether they're really little ones or they're older ones, they're in college, they're adults, your identity as their parent, I think, changes as as your children's ages change. Now, I'm not a parent, but I've just watched my sisters, how them being moms has changed through the years. Same thing for you dads. You know, you're a dad, you're a husband, you're a significant other, you're a wife, you know, you have that identity. When I was in healthcare, you know, I was I was a sonographer, I worked in ultrasound. So that was another identity that I had. As I passed my boards, I had another identity. But even as a, an exercise enthusiast, I was an aerobic instructor. That's another identity. And each of these identities, I show up as a particular person. I show up and do certain things based on the identity that I'm being right then and there. So let's just take moms. You know, you're as a mom, what are some of the things that you do? What are some of the things that you show up as? You know, it's probably, I'm thinking back to like my mom and I'm thinking to looking at my sisters who are moms. You know, it was putting meals on the table, making sure groceries um, were shopped for, clean clothes, house was clean, helping kids with homework if they were at that age, escorting, you know, part, probably part of being a parent these days, you know, is being a taxi driver, you know, bringing your, dropping your kids off to, to after school events or picking them up at friends, all these different things that when you start to think about, so what is being a mom? Well, that means I have all of these tasks that I do, and this is how I show up in the world. And as a matter of fact, I bet even before you had children, when you were pregnant, there were certain things that you were starting to think and prepare to be a mom. You had an idea, you had a a vision of what being a mom is. So the exact same thing for being a speaker. You know, being a speaker is not just... You walk up in front of that audience, whether it's in person or virtually, there's other stuff that happens. There's there's pitching yourself. There's having conversations. There's negotiating fees, negotiating benefits. There's making sure that all that required information is on your website for people to easily access. There's also, you know, and sometimes this is the unglamorous part of speaking. It's noticing the different stories that are around you. And that's a great story. Let me take that net note down, you know, so that I can share this story and how this is a great analogy for this particular lesson that I, sh- that I talk about. You know, that's part of being a speaker. You know, for me being a speaker, 
I'm constantly looking around at the different stories that I that are in my life. You know, how can I use them in my speeches, in my presentations? And I actually, because I'm a speaker and a coach, I'm also thinking about how can I use this story with my clients? You know, because this might be a great analogy. You know, those little glow sticks, you know, a lot of times like around the holidays or even like the 4th of July, you get these like little glow sticks at like dollar stores. And they just look like they're gel-filled tubes. And they're nothing just by themselves. You actually have to break it for it to light up. So that analogy, I mean, I use with clients because sometimes we have to break something in order to bring out its brilliance. So that's just an example of how I use something that's every day. And I can use that with my clients. I can use that in my stories and my presentations. But it's about stepping into who you think you are. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? Let's start talking about who you want to become. And instead of one day, you step into it now. And whatever that is, like let's just say a speaker or a coach or a consultant, You want to be an entrepreneur. What is that for you right now here today? Because like that mom who's pregnant with her first and has this vision, she's probably like, I'm not quite a mom yet. My baby's not here. I'm helping my baby grow. I'm helping my baby. And one day I'm going to be this mom. And and those first, you know, like those first few months, I'm going to be this mom to this baby that's doing all she's doing is sleeping, eating, you know, and going to the bathroom and I'm cleaning them up. You know, which changes by the time like baby is six years old, helping them with homework. Maybe they're, you're just assisting with making lunches. But you can see how, and I'm just using this as being mom as an analogy, you can see how being a mom changes through the years. So does being a speaker. So does being an entrepreneur. Wherever you are in your journey, you know, it's going to change. But what are you saying about yourself? Because a lot of times I find people that come to me, I want to speak, but, but I'm not a speaker. And I'm always like, that's the first thing we need to change. I want you to start thinking that you are a speaker, that you are a profitable and successful business owner. Because that person, when you believe that, that person's going to show up and do the things that successful business owners actually do, that successful sp- speakers actually do. Because you got to believe that this is who you are, so that you do the things. Be, do, have. So here's some some that I just kind of like jotted down some notes that I hear a lot from people before they start working with me. They say, I'm shy. Well, well, is shy working for you? Is usually my first question. No, is usually always the answer that I hear. So let's just say, Let's change it to something different that actually is going to move you forward. I'm shy versus I get visible in my own way and I share in my unique way. That's better than saying I'm shy because already with the I get visible and I share in my unique way is saying that you are actually doing something and it's also very positive and it's present just like the I'm shy is very present here right now. Let's think of another one that I hear about a lot. Oh, I'm an introvert. 
I can't be a speaker because I'm an introvert. First of all, introvert, extrovert is just about where you um, restore your energy. And I'm an introvert, so I can always say like, oh, me too. But how about instead of saying you're an introvert, you say introvert speakers make the best speakers. Introvert speakers make the best speakers. I mean, like, that just like, oh, yeah, that just makes you like, believe it more. It just sounds different than the I'm an introvert, and I'm using that as an excuse not to be a speaker versus introvert speakers make the best speakers. I mean, like, I actually smile when I say that. And remember, I consider myself to be an introvert as well. A lot of people like to tell me like, you know, here's a characteristic um, instead of just an identity, but I'm boring. My life is boring versus I'm a storyteller. I tell everyday stories that people can relate to. That becomes a characteristic and an, an identity, characteristic of an identity that actually is going to move you forward and empower you to see yourself, you know, moving forward towards your goals. How about the one like, I'm just not good enough? You know, instead saying like, I'm impacting others. How about like, I'm just not ready? Like, I hear that a lot. That's also a little bit of an excuse. But the I, it's an I am statement. So I'm not ready versus I am ready. I am ready and I surrender. I surrender to new possibilities. I mean, what does that do for you? Being able to really tap into and take a look at what are your identities and what are the characteristics and capabilities that go with that identity. Let's instead, instead of randomly like picking or letting somebody else decide what our, what our identity is, like we decide what it is. And this comes from my days as an executive leadership coach, that I used to tell all of my clients very early when we started working together, that I would ask them about what's your leadership style? Because a lot of times what I found is that people were looking above them and saying, oh, if that's, they got there because they're like this, because they do this, because their style is. And I'm like, no, I want to know what your unique style is. Let's decide what your style is going to be. And this is similar to like working from your values. Let's decide on what your style is before we let somebody else decide what your style is. Same thing with your identity. What if you decided what your identity is? How would that change things? Instead of going with the subconscious of what other people have told you what you are, let's decide who you are. You know, I'm going to use a, a gym, a gym and health reference. You know, if you want to run a marathon, you know, instead of saying like, I've never run a marathon before, you say, I'm a runner. I'm a marathon runner. And I'm training for a marathon. I am training for a marathon because you're going to show up at that gym. You know, maybe it's too cold to run outside. I'm kind of a fair weather runner myself. It's too cold to run outside. So you're going to show up at that gym and you're going to run the treadmill, even if it's just a mile. But what would happen during that mile if you kept saying to yourself, I'm a marathon runner? 
I'm a marathon runner. And because I'm a marathon runner, I'm training for a marathon. And part of my training is running. So let's take speaking. I'm a speaker. And part of being a speaker is I craft stories. And I talk to people about being a speaker and wondering, hey, how do you hire speakers for your meetings, for your conferences? Let's just see if there's a good fit. That's what speakers do. That's a part of what speakers do. <laughs> and maybe you're even wondering, you know, like, well, Lorian, like, I don't have a speech. You know, part of being a speaker is also having a presentation. And maybe you feel like, I don't even have a presentation. And maybe you've been procrastinating on writing your presentation or your keynote until you get booked. And you're not getting booked because you don't actually have a presentation. So that actually becomes this very vicious cycle. And I understand because I've done this before myself, waiting for something to happen in order to take the step. Well, I'm here to tell you or ask you, how would you like to get that presentation crafted and done? And I'm not talking just about any presentation. I'm talking about one that you're going to feel proud delivering, one that gets you booked with more clients and more speaking events, a presentation that can make you look like a pro right from the very first time that you walk out on the virtual or in-person stage. I want to invite you to sign up for my signature speech, in-demand signature speech program. I'm going to be teaching you a three C's presentation, which is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. Here are some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you. How to grab your audience attention from the very first words that you speak. How to build know, like, and trust. How to write some stories that are captivating. How to establish your credibility and give the audience a reason to keep listening to you. Where Q&A should be because it's not the end. What parts to memorize and why you should memorize those parts. And also how to turn one talk into 20, 45, 60 minutes and even a workshop. All that is what you're going to be learning and more. I want to encourage you to sign up for the waitlist because on the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when this intimate program opens up. And I'm going to be selecting the right people for this program. It's not going to be big because we're going to actually get your presentation written. This is not going to be one of those sit on the sidelines and one day I'll do this. We're actually going to do the work and you're going to get this done. So the link is down below, but it is speakandstandout.com forward slash SS, which stands for signature speech. So get on that wait list. And instead of having this idea of being a speaker, you're actually going to be a speaker, stepping more into that identity because you have a keynote speech that's already written. So until next week, I look forward to hearing from you. And if you have any comments on this episode or any of the other episodes, hop on over to Instagram, which my handle is laurieann.mirabito. Love to have a conversation with you. You'll hear from me and not a team member. And if you're not following me on Instagram, I invite you to follow me over there as well for more tips and juicy ideas. So until next week, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review and as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. 
So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.